if you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet, I don't know what to tell you. For those who celebrate, I hope you've got it done. I hope you're not trying to hit up the malls and the online marketplaces to try to find those last-minute gifts. Because if, if you're getting something shipped to you, it's probably not going to make it at this point. And if you're trying to buy something from a brick-and-mortar store, they're probably sold out. So you might be stuck going with the Christmas Swiss Colony ham at this point if you haven't picked out anything already. So I hope you're done, and I hope that now you're just kicking back with your shoes off by the fire because it's a little chilly out in most places, and you're ready to relax with another fresh Yuletide episode of what we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast, Name That News. I am your host, Mark Menard, alongside my co-host, Zach Clark. Zach, have you gotten your Christmas shopping done? No, I got to go right now because I just heard what you said and I have not started yet. So I'm going to just, you got to, you're in charge. I'll be back. Uh, you know what? You have to stay here at least long enough to do the show. Then more power to you, I guess. I'll wish you all the luck and I'll hope that I see you again next time. All righty, Mark. Fair enough. I'll start us off today. The first clip comes from a personal friend of yours, Mark. The Scoot Show in WWL in New Orleans. Take a listen. If your adult kids are living under your roof, is it okay if they... Alrighty, Mark, what are adult children being allowed to do or maybe being prohibited from doing if they live with their parents still? Is it A, coming and going whenever they want? Is it B, having a mm, overnight guest, so to speak? Or C, being forced to do chores? So what would you not want your kids doing? Coming and going whenever they please? Having an overnight guest or forcing them to do chores? I think if you're going to live in a house, it's only right that you pitch in a little bit, at least, because you make a little bit of the mess you got to do a little bit of the cleaning. I think that goes for any age if they're living, if just a good living situation. If you have roommates, you want them to clean up after themselves. So you want your kids to continue to do the same. Uh, Coming and going whenever they want. I think once they're 18, it's it's a little harder to uh, to enforce the curfew, so to speak. You know, they're legal adults. Uh, obviously, you want them to stay safe. And then having an overnight guest, I guess you could still enforce that rule. But it seems like... Once they're adults, it's, it's time to treat them like adults, and uh, they, if they want that to happen, they're going to make that happen anyway. They'll just do that somewhere else. I think they still need to be forced to do chores because a good roommate, even, would do chores around the house. Yeah, Mark, the conversation with Scoot was surrounding whether parents allow their adult children to have overnight visitors. It was all about S-E-X. Is it everything these days? Yes. I should have known. You know Scoot. You should have known. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I've worked with Scoot. In the past, we did a show together for a very long time, and I should have known that that's where he was going. That's on me. That's my bad. We'll do better next time. I'll tell you what, his clips are never boring, ever. <laughs> no. He's always got something interesting to say, interesting to talk about. If you haven't heard his show, hey, go to www.com and go check out The Scoot Show. Close personal friend of mine, maybe not of the show just yet, but certainly a friend of mine, and I'd recommend his show to anybody. Right now, we're going to go up north to the northeast to New York City. WCBS and what people are settling for nowadays in their relationship goals. Mm, it seems some singles are these days turning to for companionship. What are young singles settling for in their relationships nowadays? Is it A, domestic partnerships? Is it B, AI? Or is it C, remaining forever alone? Oof. Okay, so we, we talk about AI a lot on this show for obvious reasons, and whenever it comes up in interpersonal questions, I always get really freaked out because that's not how this is supposed to work. Uh, you know, domestic partnerships is interesting. I feel like marriage is not antiquated per se, but I also feel like younger people are less predisposed to get married as opposed to older generations. You know, and the forever alone thing too. I, I think, you know, especially with the younger kids, 
Uh, they're more used to being alone, though. Maybe those those kids are not old enough yet to be part of this conversation. Okay, but the other one, B, AI. There's a movie called Her. Have you seen the movie Her? It's very, very unsettling. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing, so is Scarlett Johansson, but he falls in love with a, 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 an unreal voice. She's digital. She has feelings, it seems, but she's not real. He got really messed up as a result of all of that. So I'm going to say B and hope that they learn a lesson from that movie. That movie is exactly what they referenced in this report. It is, in fact, artificial intelligence. And in fact, other numbers that they brought forward, they talked to someone who runs a, uh, a match.com type website where they match people up. They said actually over 70% of people in their service don't want to meet their match in, in person, at least not, for, not at first. Because they they're more comfortable with online relationships. Wow, oh, that that is uh, it is the time in which we live. But it's like it's one of those things. Even though I'm not an older person, I'm I'm old enough. Even that's hard for me to to square in my brain. So I guess if you're not going to meet the person in person ever, one step further than that is the person doesn't even exist, and you're just perfectly happy. With it. But remember what Joaquin Phoenix found. I won't spoil it. But remember what he found out about her in that movie. Just remember that did not end well for him. All right, Mark, you mentioned the place where it's tough to make it. We'll stay in one of those, but go way to the west. This comes from KNX in Los Angeles. Take a listen. Shohei Otani and the Dodgers, officially number 17, put on that jersey for the first time. Joining the Dodgers president for the intro news conference this afternoon. You know what he did, 10-year deal. So, Mark, before we get into this, the reason I had this question in here is because beforehand, before this contract was signed, we we guessed at how big it would be. That was one of our news clips from a few months ago. So what was the dollar value attached to the Shohei Otani contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers? Was it A, $700 million? Was it B, $1 billion? Or was it C, the deed to Southern California? He can just have all of it. And for what it's worth, the contract's lifespan is 10 years, if that helps you think at all. 10 years for what is obviously, no matter what the answer is, a ridiculous amount of money to play baseball. I think we could throw out the deed to SoCal because I think there's a lot of things in there that you, maybe you don't want. And uh, and that might be uh, not as attractive as you think it is. Um, Do you want to own the 405 freeway? Right, I don't. Exactly. So um, now we're left with two actual dollar amounts. One billion dollars is a little too Dr. Evil for me. I think that's a little too much of a round number. It just seems like it should be $700 million just because it's a little bit more odd. And I don't know. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say $700 million. The sports world is so weird because, Mark, you're absolutely right, and nobody flinched. Nobody flinched. They say, well, yes, of course, he's worth it. But, Mark, the real kicker is, the real kicker is he deferred $680 million until the end of the contract. So he'll only take a couple of million dollars each year, and then when it's over for the next 10 years after that, he'll get the rest of it, which is just an unbelievable move by him. Well, that's very nice. Now they have time to save up, right? Count your pennies. Or they have time to sign better players to play with him, thus winning, which didn't happen in, in Anaheim. You know, obviously he's taking a team-first mentality, but in the end, he does still want his money. So now we're going to stay in one of the biggest cities in the country. We've looked at New York. We've looked at Los Angeles, and now we're going to head to the Midwest and the third largest city in the country, Chicago, Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City and WBBM, where there's some crime happening. Believe it or not, Chicago police are issuing an alert about a number of armed robberies involving Facebook Marketplace. In each case, investigators say victims agree to meet with someone they met on Facebook to purchase. A so what were people trying to purchase when they were robbed at gunpoint? in Chicago? Was it A, cell phones? Was it B, Nintendo Switch consoles? Or was it C, 
Furbies. Why did their eyes look like that? Why did their eyes look like that with the big fat eyelids? The Furbies always freaked me out. That I was I was of that age, but not a not a Furby fan. I, I don't think anybody cares about Furbies anymore. At least they're they're too low tech, right? It's it's a mechanical thing. So here's the thing. I'm trying to think about A and B mark. Because if you're gonna rob somebody, you wanna rob the person that's gonna have the most for you to take. And so is that person that's gonna be the richest? Are they gonna walk up with a cell phone? Or are they gonna walk up with a Nintendo Switch? Which one is it? And I'm worried that it's gonna be B and they're robbing children because you know, some kids play the Switch, not not everybody that plays it as a kid. I'm going to say A, cell phones. Well, first of all, before we move on to the actual answer, let me say that Furbies were listed as one of the hottest toys available for the Christmas 2023 season. So, not just a relic of the past, my friend. They are back with a vengeance, apparently. But it is not Furbies. And it is not Nintendo Switch consoles. It is, in fact, cell phones. You are correct. People trying to buy cell phones going on Facebook Marketplace to purchase these cell phones. They set up a meetup, and when they get there, they get robbed at gunpoint instead of buying a cell phone. So it's the exact opposite of what they wanted to happen, basically. Dang. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing I figure with cell phones, they're easier. Of course, the Nintendo Switch, too, it's all about the black market from there, right? Neither one of those would play just fine. So now that brings us to the point of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It's a question just like the other questions, except we don't pay it off just yet. We make you wait. We make you come back and get the answer at a later date. So let's remind people what last week's question was. That one was yours, Zach. What, what did you have for us? Uh, that is right, Mark. It came to us from KCBS in San Francisco. Check it out. From shaping national economies with her army of dedicated fans to now being named Times Person of the Year, Taylor Swift effect can be felt in several aspects of our lives. And some experts point specifically at her... Before we go any further, Mark, if there was a Spotify-wrapped version of Name That News, our number one topic would have been Taylor Swift, and it's it's not close. So what is Taylor Swift now swaying aside from a massive legion of fans? Is it A, the stock market? Is it B, climate? Or is it C, politics? We talked about this last week, and yes, we do talk about Taylor Swift on this show quite a bit. Her fans can do a lot of things, because there's a lot of them, uh, and they all seem to do pretty much whatever she wants them to do. So let's go ahead and say... She is starting to sway. I think she stayed out of politics for the most part. I think that stock market is affected mostly by her sales of tickets and, and albums and not so much what she's telling people to buy stock option-wise. Let's say the climate. So, Mark, you know, Taylor Swift is, is relatively politically active as far as, you know, mobilizing the vote and, and things like that. But the answer is C, and it's not as if she's the one doing this. What has happened, according to this story, is that politicians are being influenced by the way that they feel like they have to behave after listening to her music or being around her, right? I mean, think about the way that maybe the mayor or the governor would react when Taylor comes to town on her tour. And it's changing the way that politicians behave, and it's sometimes the way that they think. Wow. So she's making people into better people? Is that what it is? I guess, if, the, if, that's, if, if that's what you're into, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so she's starting to influence the political world as well. But unintentionally. That's that's my favorite part. It's Taylor's world, and we're just living in it, obviously. So that brings us to this week's cliffhanger question of the week. And as I said earlier, we usually pay this off a week later. That will not be the case this time around, because Zach and I, we've worked hard for the past 340-something-odd days, 350-something-odd days, and we're going to take a little bit of a break. So we will not be here with a fresh new Name That News next week. We will let you... Enjoy your holiday festivities and uh, your New Year's celebrations. And we'll come back in 2024, the first week of 2024, 
is when you can get your next fix, your next new episode of Name That News. So this this question is going to have to last a, li- a little bit of a long time. And I apologize for that because we know it's going to eat away at you. But we tried not to make it too difficult this week. So let's go to KMOX in St. Louis and see what they have to say about a game that is sweeping the nation. There's a game in Britain that they play called <laughs> and people hate the song so much that friends get together and they have this like survival thing. See who can oh my go gosh, the longest that. time without hearing the song. I said sweeping the nation. I didn't say which nation. It is obviously the UK, but I have certainly heard about people playing it here. Whose Christmas song must you avoid to win this game? Is it A, Mariah Carey? Is it B, Brenda Lee? Or is it C, Wham? For a second there, I was, I say, well, it's got to be Wham, because you said the UK, but then you said it's in every country, not just in the UK. So I'm going to back off that a little bit. Let me just say this, Mark, I don't think you could avoid Mariah Carey. Where would you go? You got to live in a hole. You live in a hole. And if you love Home Alone, there's Brenda Lee. She sings rocking around the Christmas tree, right? There she is. This is a tough one. Does Wham have, do they have a Christmas? I don't, I don't. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wham ignorant. They do. They okay. They have a Christmas song. It's called Last Christmas. Oh, I didn't know that was wham. Okay. Okay. Yes. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Yes. The very next day, you threw it away. That does not count as hearing a song if that is the song. I just recited something for you. Some poetry. Some poetry from George Michael, if you will. I didn't know that was wham. So now I feel more educated. Look, this is a great question, Mark. And the way that Christmas music is consumed this time of year, good luck with any of them. So we will pay that off for you. When we return in 2024. But until then, special thanks to Brian Fisher. We wish him the best this holiday season because he helps put this show together. Special thanks to you for joining us. We wish you the best this holiday season because without you downloading the show, they wouldn't let us keep making shows. So we appreciate that as well. If you like what you heard, then please, we will ask you to do the smallest amount of things. You pound that subscribe button. You bookmark us on your browser. You set a reminder on your calendar because we're here every single week except for the two weeks at the end of the year with another fresh new episode of Name That News. See you in 2024.